It's a mm. Yeah. Anyhow, do you get that, Paul? I do get it. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to I Don't Get It, a podcast about performance. Yeah, we're not just about dance anymore. Hi, I'm Paul. And I'm Fonda. And we went away for a while, didn't we, Fonda? Quite some time, yes, didn't we? What did you do in your, your long absence from podcasting? Well, I, um, I run LitFest in Edmonton. It's a literary festival, so I was, it was a busy year with that. It was our 10th anniversary and uh, also uh, got married to our producer, Andrew Paul. Congratulations. Yeah, and we went away for a little trip and that kind of stuff and... Uh, now, just really wanting to get back into reviewing stuff because a lot of stuff has gone down in Edmonton. Yeah, what yeah. What did you do, Paul? What did I do? I quit my job. Now I work in an art gallery. And that's, uh, that's most of my life these days. I read a lot of books. feel good about that. But we've been, we've been missing out on, on performance. And when we, when we sort of took our un- unannounced and maybe unintended hiatus, uh, we were both feeling, I think, a little burnt out just with the, the cycle of things and, um, and where we were at as critical voices in the, in the community and, and such things. But we're, we're feeling like maybe that's, uh, that's been missing a little bit lately is just like a critical perspective on art and culture in Edmonton. Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of um, people have left a lot of the papers, not just our regular, um, <laughs> uh, you know, like the the journal and, and view and whatever we have in Edmonton for um, arts coverage. Uh, it still does exist, but we think that, you know, we, we offer something to the game and we'd like to step up for it. Um, yeah, yeah. P- particularly that critical perspective. Usually, as as newspapers shrink and arts budgets, especially get get truncated and crunching for for arts writing, uh, truncated and crunching were the words I chose in <laughs> in that moment. Uh, that that's sort of the that. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that gets lost though is sort of critical perspective and that uh, level of discussion about art in s- the city. And with that in mind, uh, we're sort of expanding beyond beyond dance with with I don't get it into anything that can sort of be defined as performance in that's happening in in Edmonton. Yeah. So um, I think one thing that we did realize we covered dance for about three years, and at the beginning of those three years, I think that you know you had a certain perspective, and by the end, how how were you feeling by when we started the hiatus? I feel like I got it in a lot of ways. No longer <laughs> did I not get it um and maybe just some some distance and perspective was good at that point. We were also just as as writers and and people in Edmonton also sort of maybe worn down a worn down a bit, yeah, in all honesty, a lot of the seasons even felt like they were repeating themselves a little bit. We had seen you know the cycle of. Uh, you know, ballet shows even that had been like playing for two of the three years that we had been covering dance. So we thought, well, let's just step back for a while. Um, But it's going to be a great season. Frankly, I think what I'm most excited about um, and one of the main reasons that we brought back the podcast is because Kid Pivot is coming back to Edmonton. Right, that was uh, that was a big deal uh, and something we wanted to talk about, not just as 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 friends and people going to see a show, but maybe in a in a broader perspective. Tell me a little bit about Kid Pivot Fonda and and what 
what gives that that name such such weight and meaning to you? So Kid Pivot is the dance company run by Crystal Pite, who, in my opinion, is an absolute uh, dance genius and a very in, um, incredible creator. Uh, some of the shows that I've seen of hers have been fortunate enough to see. I haven't seen uh, um, all of her works because they they don't often get here. Um, They've they've been frankly just like life affirming and changing. <laughs> um, so this year, Bertroffenheit is coming to Edmonton. It's been around for a couple of years. It's played in Banff and Calgary and pretty much everywhere except here. So close, yeah. always so close. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so that's that's happening at the end of March. And uh, when I heard that it was coming, I remember thinking damn, we have to bring back the podcast because I really want to go see Petrofenheit. <laughs> and now it's happened. It's all And here it's we all are. Happened. Yes. So um, what else are you looking forward to this year, Paul? Yeah, as we sort of forecast uh, what's coming, uh, there is a uh, show in March, at the end of March uh, and April, a theater show uh, by Tiny Bear Jaws, which is a, a company in town that has done uh, most recently Everyone You Know Will Be There or Everyone We Know Will Be There, which was a site-specific uh, show sort of at a house party that was oh, at yeah. a house. You were actually sort of just going through parties following different characters, a party, a singular party with multiple characters, and you could follow different tracks. It was very, uh, very great. And their new show uh, that's coming is called Cleave and seems to be set in high school and dealing with um, thoughts about uh, gender and, and that age uh, and things like that. And if any any company in town could, could handle that, I think, with... Um, with all of the nuance that it deserves, uh, I think I think Tiny Bear Jaws is the one to to do that. Interesting, very cool. I didn't get to see the house party show, but I thought that it was like it sounded amazing. It was so in demand, and you could only fit in. I mean, I don't know what thirty tickets per show. Yeah, I mean each person I think maxed out around five or six. I saw it twice. I followed two different tracks. <laughs> you saw two bastard. different sides of the same story. <laughs> felt uh, felt very uh, very informed. Great. Okay. Um, what else do we got coming up? Um, I'm kind of interested to see the Alberta Ballet's um, tragically hip, <laughs> tragically hip take. Um, they they do all the. Of course, Jean Grammaich is um, well known now for a lot of his um, pop profile ballets. So sure, he's done yeah. one on Elton John, Sarah McLaughlin, uh, Katie Lang, Lang. I think. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so, and and most recently, Gordon Lightfoot was part of the Canada 150 year for them. So um, this year it's uh, the Tragically Hip, of course, and it's called All of Us, uh, which I think might be kind of interesting. We'll mm-hmm. see. I haven't I haven't actually seen all of the profile ones, so we'll 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 make it to that one. That one's happening in May, right? And and I I think the idea of what I, I picture in my head with ballet and the music of the Tragically Hip is an interesting juxtaposition in my head. It's not something that fits together easily. Like the Elton John, big pop music, I can sort of visualize how that would come together totally. Uh, this one, uh, I'm interested to see what they what they do. Yeah. So anything else you want to bring up before we go into our ma- massive listings? <laughs> sure, yeah, when we talk about what's uh, what's coming. Uh, Children of God is coming to the, oh, the Citadel, yeah. uh, which is a, a musical, a Canadian musical about uh, the residential school system, which is not a typical fare or subject matter for the, uh, the, uh, the musical oeuvre. But it's been getting uh, great reviews uh, everywhere it's gone. It's recently been in Vancouver um, and other other places, and so I'm I'm intrigued to see uh, to see that, and also to see that sort of story get told on uh, like an A list stage in town is uh, 
is very exciting to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Yeah. I, that one is one on my list for sure as well. You know, we still haven't seen the Royal Winnipeg Ballet, um, the one that they did above the residential schools. Mm-hmm. That's, Ed, Edmonton is one of the only major cities in Canada that it has not been to. Interesting. And I can't remember the name of it right now. North is, Star? Uh, True Star? Going Home Star. Going That's home what it's star. called. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> it was Star something. All right. So what's coming up? Um, this weekend, this coming weekend, the Prairie Dance Circuit is celebrating its 10th anniversary. Um, how old do I feel that I remember covering the very first Prairie Dance Circuit? means you're very well informed. <laughs> means you've been working the beat. Right. Um, yeah. So that's happening September 22nd and 23rd. And it's um, four choreographers from the prairies are... Um, and they have taken local dancers and they've choreographed something, uh, taken local dancers that inspire them and they've choreographed uh, a piece for each of them. So there's going to be, I'm assuming it's four solos. I imagine. Um, yeah. And that's the, and that'll be touring the prairies and we get to see it here this weekend. Great. And uh, also opening this weekend at the Citadel, the sort of, you know, as, as the theater season and dance season kick into gear, uh, Citadel is usually one of the first ones out of the gate. And they are indeed this year with Shakespeare in Love. The, the movie uh, is, now, is now a play. Uh, adapted by Tom Stoppard, I, I believe, of sort of Arcadia fame recently and, and many, other, many other theatrical and, and film works in, in this country. Uh, and that is, yeah, that opens on Thursday the 21st. Ah, and then coming up after that, we're going to go see Tango Fire with um, a company from Buenos Aires, Argentina. Um, and that's Alberta Ballet is presenting that on the 27th and 28th here. Great. And if there's something you think we should come see, let us know. Just tweet at us. <laughs> I don't get it, Yeg. That's right. And we're also on Facebook at I don't get it, Yeg. Our our website now is I don't get it, Yeg.com. And you can also, if you want to support us because we are working hard and doing this on a volunteer basis and someone, we, you know, we do need coffee and things like that. So much coffee. Um, you can support us on Patreon. Um, and we're on Patreon.com slash I don't get it, Yeg. Cool. If you like critical voices about art in your community, consider it. If you don't have money, that's totally cool. Okay, go watch some stuff. (laughs) Bye. I Don't Get It is produced by Paul Blinov, Fonda Mithrash, and Andrew Paul. It was recorded at the Edmonton Community Foundation in beautiful Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Our website is idontgetityeg.com. Our Twitter is at idontgetityeg. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes and support us through Patreon. Our theme music is Mountain Time by Ghibli. Check out more of Ghibli's music at ghibli.bandcamp.com. Thank you.